Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Uncoupled Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets, so feeling on your new jubu, they gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. How was your Thanksgiving, (laughs) y'all? I thought you were about to ask me that, and I was like, you know, because you were two feet away from me for (laughs) 90% of the day. (laughs) Which is basically how our days go. Uh For 90% of the day. Well, actually, no. I think we let ourselves, like, chill out more over this weekend. But I would say at a normal day, we're probably around each other 30% because you're like working hard at your laptop. Sure. Earbuds in, can't hear a word I'm saying. Sure. You know? Sure. Either that or, you know, <laughs> reading the news and crying. <laughs> sure. Or reading the news and crying. Why not? Did I sing to myself on Thanksgiving, uh, Holiday in Dystopia, which in my brain there's a Dead Kennedy song called Holiday in Cambodia. Uh-huh. Was I singing that song to myself? I was. <laughs> I'll say this. Our neighbors, the ones that the the cool ones, the yeah, hip yeah, ones the that hip play music, people who like to also like stand in the driveway. Gone for the holiday. Gone for the holiday. It's so been real chill. It was real quiet. It was nice. Yeah, people. You know, I think they. Well, no, not New York, but you know, it's always like on a holiday, the city is empty. Like this would have been the nice time to just go cruising in the car. Like 
There was no traffic. The vibe was mellow. The streets were empty. Mabel and I were just crossing in the middle, walking <laughs> in the middle because we knew no one was coming. No one was going to kill us. It was gorgeous. It reminded me of the early days of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, where everyone was inside. So if you had to drive somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, smooth sailing. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Smooth sailing. Absolutely. Um, I have to say I'm most proud of us for Thanksgiving in that we ordered the right amount of food. And here we are recording our intro on a Sunday. And all we have left are three rolls and some honey glazed carrots. That means little bit of mashed potatoes that I had (laughs) saved in a separate Tupperware and forgot about. Gorgeous. Would have been eaten earlier. And that's Andy's dinner. Okay. When we say mashed potatoes and carrots (laughs) and a roll, that's Andy's idea of a good night. You guys should see how much mashed potato Andy can fit in his body. Because like I'm not into potatoes really. I like a French fry, but I'm not really into potatoes. I find them to be so dense. And for me, the flavor of them, like they take up too much space mm-hmm. for their flavor profile. You know, I could be filling that with a lot of stuff. Like I just find them like so much in a potato. When I tell you, Andy can easily eat two cups of mashed potatoes <laughs> and literally be like, I'm good. Like he doesn't feel heavy. Like I would be, <laughs> I would be Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka. Okay. Be, I would be a you giant would be surfer. Violent Beauregard. <laughs> That sounds like an indie rock band name. But I would be giant. You'd be rolling me down the hallway if I had that much mashed potato. And you'd be out here just scooping them. He'd be scooping them. I used chill. to when uh, uh, when we could gather with people indoors. But when I was a kid and we had Thanksgiving with our family friends, the Brucks, yeah. uh, their son John and I would always have a quote-unquote mashed potato competition, <laughs> oh, which I would lose to John somehow. Wow. So John could pack away more mashed potatoes than me. But, like, I was never, even before I was a vegetarian, I was never, like, huge into meat. Yeah. So, like, turkey was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And so I'd have a little bit of turkey. Right. I would have a little bit of, you know, salad or whatever. And then it was just mostly mashed potatoes. It's wild. Especially because I'm like, as you get older, you should not be able to do that. Well, I can't. And you can really no, 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 no. still go I can, hard. Look, I can eat a lot. <laughs> All right. I love the density. Yeah, you know what? You love the density. I'm enjoying the density of the right, food right, right, more right. than a, I could eat a, a, a white dwarf star, Naomi. <laughs> love the density of stuff you more do. than the taste. Yes. See, I'm about the taste. I don't like the density. That's the thing. I'm not shaming you for the amount. I am more um, impressed and I am shocked by because it is so dense. I'm but, like, I can't go home. <laughs> two cups is too much. I, I don't think I was eating <laughs> two cups of mashed potatoes. Okay, a cup and a half. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> Okay, because I was, I was eating well, it actually, up. Wait, sorry. It up. Yes. Sorry, I'm like in, <laughs> I'm in my head and I'm imagining, what a cup is. I'm imagining what a cup is and I'm like, well, maybe a cup, I think. <laughs> I think yesterday that serving, which you thought was a lot, may have been a cup of mashed potatoes, <laughs> which, yeah, is that a lot? I don't know. It's just a dense one because especially when you add like a mashed potato in two rolls, I'm like, that is just lining the tum-tum. But the food I was eating the rest of the day, I had like a banana. I had I understand the journey. I'm not not shaming. I am truly just surprised, um, impressed. Again, so what I'm saying is I would be, have to be rolled down the hallway and you're Uh, like living single, babe. I know you are not shaming me, but there is some embarrassment for some reason. And I I think it's impressive. Look, I have therapy tomorrow (laughs) afternoon. I'll unpack it there. Why do I feel embarrassed for the amount of mashed potatoes I ate? I just think it's amazing. And I just think it's something I was like, you know, because I think the listeners wouldn't expect it. They wouldn't expect you to be able to go hard on a mashed potato. Mm. And I think it's wild. I think it's a secret skill. Sound I think you off. Can maybe join a com a, a contest in the comments. 
Sound off if, about what? If you think I could eat a, a cup of mashed potatoes <laughs> or not. If, if, if you think on brand, uh-huh. okay? Leave a five-star review and just write on brand. There is, Spotify makes this thing for the show. It, it like automatically asks people that listen to it. I don't know where it shows up. I just get an email that like has people's answers. It's like, what'd you think of this episode? Oh God. It automatically makes it. No, mostly nice. Okay. Cause I was like, I don't know if I'd want that every time. Every once in a while, something off topic. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. But, uh, sound off in those comments. In the Spotify? <laughs> if okay. you think I could eat a cup of mashed potatoes. Oh, if you think goodness. I look like the kind of person, whatever that means. <laughs> I know. I don't know what that means. But more like, are you surprised by Andy's ability to line his tum-tum with taters? Okay. <laughs> are you surprised? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm curious about. <laughs> so, yep. That was our Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. That's what we did. Um, okay. We're officially in holiday season. It has kicked off now that yes. Thanksgiving is completed. So, let's talk about you guys. Couples therapy t-shirts. Hey, we got our shit together <laughs> and we got more t-shirts of the logo made mm-hmm. and of the gotta miss a bitch t-shirts. Yes. And they're new colors. So different than the previous t-shirts that have been available with softer cotton, softer cotton, Henny, really nice colors. So if you want to get that for yourself, for the CT fan in your life, I think we're going to have the pre-order link in the show notes. Right. But if not, if we don't have it by the time that this episode goes up, look at Couples Therapy Pod on Instagram and we will have a post very soon. Oh, yeah. We're going to have the pics. You'll see the colors. You'll know where to get it. Link. Okay. So I'm excited. This is that. Commonwealth Press, which is where we have the Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew t-shirts mm-hmm. through. Can you have a favorite t-shirt company? Because I really love them. They're based in Pittsburgh. They make a lot of- You can have a favorite t-shirt company. (laughs) Can one- Considering your wardrobe is 90% bandies. Can can one have a favorite t-shirt company? It seems a little strange, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. But uh, I love them, and they make a lot of cool shirts about Pittsburgh, so- (laughs) I don't know how to end that sentence. <laughs> Just they make a lot of cool shirts about Pittsburgh, period, <laughs> period. Naomi, before we get to today's guest, I believe you're doing an outdoor show. Oh, yeah. Tonight, Tuesday, the 28th, if you are in Los Angeles, come to the Fable in Highland Park. I'm on a fundraiser show for Isabel Hurado, who is running for city council in District 14, which is over there in Highland Park. So we're not in her district, but we support, honey, we support the progressive candidate trying to build a coalition in city council so we can actually help people live in Los Angeles. Tickets are $25. It is a fundraiser. The lineup is a banger. Brittany Nichols, who is a very hilarious writer for Abbott Elementary, is hosting, I believe. We've got Lisa Ann Walter, actress on Abbott Elementary, my favorite fiery redhead. Natasha Leggero. Natasha Leggero, myself, Danielle Perez, Nori Reed. So come on now. We worth every penny, and every penny goes to Isabel's campaign. So that is at the Fable in Highland Park outdoor show. The rest, it's a restaurant. They have a patio. That's where the show is going to be. So come through tonight if you're in LA. Show is at seven p.m. Oh, I love it early. I love it early. <laughs> and looking at the lineup of like how um, you know famous and big people are, I think I'm going up early. So you know, my idea of a good time, honey. I'm done by eight p.m. <laughs> I'm done by eight p.m. I get to relax. I get to rest. You know, that doesn't mean I leave necessarily, but I'm like, done. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes you walk right out into the oh car. Oh my God. I was on an outdoor show a couple weeks ago and Andy came with me. So he, he drove me. And when I tell you, you know, I had my coat and purse on because it was chilly outside and you know, I just keep my purse. 
And Andy was like, honey, I did my set. <laughs> we exited immediately. And that's not like, because I was like, oh, I, it's not like I didn't like the show or anyone there, but it was more like, I'm done now. <laughs> while, we're, while we're talking about this, was that the show where afterwards the guy walked up to yes. us? Yes. Two men approached, like literally so, were on my heels. Yes. So this was at, in, in someone's backyard, right? right? They had a huge house, huge backyard. And we walk down their long steps to the street, and these two men follow us. Yeah. And we think they're just leaving, too, because it was the end of the show, basically. Right, right, right. Uh, and then, Naomi, what happened? Well, I thought we were going to say this for the Patreon, but I guess we're going to put it here. So he, this guy, he stops me. He's like, hey, Naomi. And then he's like, can I have a hug? And so I'm having one of those moments where, because it's been a whole pandemic, because I don't go out, I was like, do I know this person? Like, have we met before? I didn't really recognize him, but I was like, okay. And then I did kind of like, you know, a half out hug, one arm, not really sure. And then he was like trying to chat and he was like, oh, I'm a fan. But I was like, but I didn't know what to say. You know, again, it was, it was a dark street. Oh my God. It is like dark, almost windy road, almost 10 PM. Absolutely. It's us and these two men. <laughs> yeah. 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 Both large. Um, and, but it was also that feeling. Cause, cause I think it was, I think it was particularly through me was like, can, can I have a hug? Where I'm like, I don't, like, it's like, state your name, state your intention, last four of your social. Who are you to me? Because also, there has to be a moment where my eyes go, what? Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, clearly we're not, it was like, remind me of who you are. And I don't mean that in like a crappy way, but sort of in a world where, again, we've had a lot of time not being out in the world and not seeing people. I'm reintroducing myself to people all the time. I'm like, did we meet in 2020? Why don't we start fresh? We've all changed. But just to so, ask a stranger for right, a hug exactly. on a darkened street. I mean, it was a lot. And then Andy had walked a little bit ahead of me when this happened. So he wasn't far. He was there. And like Andy like literally stopped and turned. And then I kind of look back and I'm like, oh, I got to go. Andy's here. I got to go. And you could kind of tell that they were waiting to abduct you. <laughs> you like they wanted, they wanted more of an they interaction. They wanted more of an interaction for you. But part, partly but I was I like. I saw that you were there yeah, too. I was like, were they, did they think that you had left on your own and that they were going to like throw you in the trunk of their car. <laughs> like what, what do they think was going to happen after this interaction? I know. I was like, please don't like I, again, and I have no problem with someone saying hi, you know, I would, I would love to meet somebody. It's always nice when someone's nice. Don't introduce yourself. If you want to yell at me. I'm not trying to hear it, but if you want to be nice, absolutely. But I think you have to, um, there cannot be an expectation of physical contact and you have to kind of say, hi, my name is so-and-so. And like, I just wanted to say hi, or I wanted to blank. Like, I kind of need to know what this is. It started out with, can I have a hug? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I missed the steps. And then it's like, and it's also like, in, in a weird way too, when someone has seen me perform and they obviously want to connect, I don't want to be mean. But it's also like, the impulse is like, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> like, <laughs> impulse was like, unless I know you, I don't want to hug you. You know, <laughs> we could maybe hug at the end of an interaction where once we've had a moment, but maybe. up top, we can't have a hug. Maybe. Up top. So anyway, that was that. <laughs> we had to get to our guest. Yes, because this was amazing. This was such a fun app. Again, I love the episodes where, you know, we're meeting someone for the first time on the pod yes. and vibing. Yeah. Okay. And that was this. You've already heard her dulcet tones. Today, we are talking to the iconic Alexis Nicole Nelson, a.k.a. the Black Forager. And that's what she is, honey. She is also a cook, an author, a speaker based in Ohio. You can find her on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, big following, girls doing, and get ready to buy her book next year. Uh, is people hacking in the middle of Alexis's <laughs> intro? Don't worry, folks. It's not dog plague. <laughs> 
homegirl Alexis even did a TED talk where she made kelp chips on stage. What? She's giving. We're learning. We're moving in with her when the apocalypse comes. So without further ado, roll it. Alexis, before we started recording, I mean, there, there we started we, so many threads that, <laughs> that we can untangle as we talk. But you said, I'll, I'll just say, we, I, I, I empathized with you. I resonated with you as a Jew from Pennsylvania. I won't put the and, words in your mouth, but how do you feel? You said as a queer black woman in Ohio, you felt. Oh, I'm in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hell. Every time I drive from Columbus to Cincinnati, there is a sign on the highway that says hell is real. And I'm like, yes, we are in it. <laughs> oh, Wait, what's the sign? Thank Why you is for there noticing. Is, is that like a Christian like, oh, organization? Yes. Oh, so okay. if you're heading southbound, because I guess that's the devil's direction. I don't know what they believe. <laughs> it says hell is real in huge letters. And then the next one says, how will you spend eternity? And I'm just like, hopefully eternity is just a nice nap because life be stressful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how to spend this part of life. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. like leave me alone with the eternity part. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I didn't know what I'm going to be eating for breakfast tomorrow. Don't ask me about eternity. <laughs> eternity better just be someone else making decisions. Okay. That's the uh, only please. way I'm down for it. Uh, if there is an afterlife, if there is an afterlife, it better come with a run of show. Okay. I, I need can't. it. I need whoever is running everything in eternity to be the friend who plans the group trip. Yeah. I need that. Right. With no resentment. The friend no who resentment. plans it Zero. With no resentment. Who's like, this is what I did because this is what I enjoy doing. Invite me to a Google Doc that is done. <laughs> you don't need to make me an editor. I am just a commenter. <laughs> I am just here for the ride. <laughs> so wait, is that not what cults are? Cults are basically... Dang it. Yeah, Andy, how long have I been saying on stage, <laughs> I've thought about joining a cult for the structure? Right. I've been saying this, this for I, months. I'm trying to, but like, th what I'm saying is they're just mirroring eternity in that way. They're just yes. like, they're trying to bring... So in, other, in, in a way, cults are good, right? Is that what <laughs> is that what we're saying here? Look, if I you mean, don't take people's money and try to do unwanted sex stuff, it could maybe be an okay cult. I mean, we talked right? about... It was like early in the early in the pandemic, you know, when we were in lockdown. We had the couples therapy Quar. quarantine crew where we were like and they would the, the uh, we'd have a weekly show and people would always joke about it being a cult. And I was like, honestly, this is my speed of cult. Just yes. gentle people getting together, all agreeing that they don't want to die. Yes. And just saying, let's <laughs> hang out. <laughs> That's the opposite of a cult then, right? Well, not necessarily. Because the cults all get together to do some kind of like, but, you know, Jonestown type shit. But this is why I think this is an alternative. Speaking of dying, you know, Alexis, I was thinking, you know, <laughs> I had to get in good with you because <laughs> when the apocalypse come, you're mm. the person who going to live. Okay. You live in Ohio. So you're near one of the Great Lakes. You're near fresh yes, water. Yes, fresh water. And, and I'm you, not near an ocean. Not an ocean, but fresh water. And you forage. And I said, yeah. okay, okay, this is how I'm going to make it. Yeah, you know what to do. <laughs> I'm I'm terrified of eating something in nature because I As just you should be. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because I've seen our dog, like, grab something and it gets sick. And, I, and so I'm just like, well, I... Andy doesn't think he's yeah. smarter than a dog. I'm, and you know what? what I, I think yeah. that's humble. That's, that's a humility. That's exactly. Truly, I see... Why you love him so, <laughs> so humble. 
<laughs> Honestly, also, I would watch a reality show called Are You Smarter Than a Dog? <laughs> I think the results might surprise you. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be surprised by <laughs> how they score on these tests. I've been on Twitter for a while. I know what reality is like. I can tell who would, who would beat that game show and who wouldn't. And a lot of people would not. Let's just be honest. Oh, speaking of real life hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, can we talk a little bit about, you know, sort of, I'm curious as to sort of how much of your foraging knowledge, right? Because there's the stuff you knew you're into, but sort of kind of kicking it into overdrive. Yeah, okay, there's like the TikTok and the follower of it all, but there's also like, is there a party that's like, okay, the world has gone sideways. I need to double, triple down on this. I mean, I did store a lot more food this year than I have in the past. Like, I don't think the world's going to fall apart tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like that's like very, that would be very prepper of yeah. somebody to be thinking. And I, those guys scare me. I do not have a bunker underneath <laughs> my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> but if you... Stay ready. You don't have to get ready. Exactly. Well, exactly. And I'm very not ready. You know what I mean? Like I'm a fundamentally not ready person. Um, and so we didn't even bake bread when everyone was baking bread and quar. We didn't even do that. I ain't start no sourdough, Alexis. It's you know it's too fickle. It's fickle. I don't like that. It's it has mother. so many feelings. Yeah. Isn't it a mother? Isn't that what it is? What am I like, Mike Pence? Why? Why is it called? Why is the like little thing called? Mother? Why is it? The, I mean, you could also think of it in like a very in a very drag, very queer yes. way. That's how I. I'm just like, oh, mother is mothering today. <laughs> when she bubbles over, and when she runneth over from her jaw, I'm like, mother is truly mothering today. That is oh, a much better. That's a great yes, angle, yes, that's a way to approach the baking process. <laughs> Oh, wait, I, I tuned in next week and you guys are like seven loaves of sourdough. <laughs> like, I finally get it. I finally get it. Wait, there was a real question there that I want to I want to point out <laughs> when. OK, so things are not going to it's not going to be like Walking Dead. Right. It's not going to all yeah. collapse. And then we're going to be like fighting each other and zombies yeah. and shit like that. Right. It's just going to be slow. Like it. It. We're having trouble finding a good doctor here in Los Angeles. <laughs> And like when you get to a doctor, it takes forever to get an appointment, all that kind of stuff. It's just that mm -hmm. it's, just gonna be it's gonna slow and slow and slow and slow until it's like you know eight months before you can get in because you had like a you know a little boo boo on your finger or something like that. So in this slow collapse, what is your what is your plan? Because <laughs> that's not a prepper thing. It's just like well, you know that you can at least. Uh, survive without having to yeah. go to is Whole there Foods? a waiting list and I would how do we get on it we will be bringing probably one to two animals okay that is so fine because we also have animals and our animals will love having friends Perfect. I feel like that honestly puts you very high on the list excellent okay great Phew. I am a passenger princess so I cannot come to California to get you mm -hmm. so you will have to get here okay. more okay. likely than not but right. once you get here I mean my door is open okay. I already cooked too much for just me and Jeffrey anyway okay excellent okay oh my god wait Jeffrey is is their name okay because now it's giving yes. Black Ina Gart <laughs> right right I love it you are like I've got some what is it chicken of the woods mushrooms you said Jeffrey yes. out of the kitchen. Out, <laughs> out. And you never see him in my videos. Exactly. 
is he real? Who knows? He's just a disembodied voice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your Maris from <laughs> Frasier. There it is. It took me a second. Exactly. You know, I, I know. know I realize I said that, that I'm like, who's going to get the Frasier connection unless I yeah. finish the thought? Sometimes I was a very precocious child, so I got the Frasier reference. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, now let's talk about this. Now, you went to school in Ohio, which is why you still mm-hmm. are in Ohio. But you were on the East Coast before. So the family's from on the East Coast. My mom's family is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And then she did this very foolish thing where she moved to Cincinnati for a job. Okay. And then she stayed for a man. Mm. Um, that man is my father. I should be speaking more <laughs> respectfully about him. It wasn't just some guy. It, it was literally 50% of the reason why I exist. Right. Sure. <laughs> but my parents are, are separated now for the best of everybody involved. Mm. And so my mom is back mm, kicking it on the East Coast. Being a Harvard Business School professor, kicking butt, kicking names. Okay, fancy lady. Um, And my dad is sitting on his couch watching Star Trek right now. I don't have to have eyes on him to know that, (laughs) but I do know that that is what's happening. (laughs) And they are both happier for it. Okay. Uh, Wait, were they together when you were growing up? Mm, Technically... Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, From a very young age, I was like, oh, dad doesn't want to come with us on vacation and that's fine. And then I got older and I'm like, no, vacation's supposed to be the happy time when no one's stressed about anything. If this is even <laughs> stressful for you, I have some questions. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was just uh, wondering how much emotional damage had been inflicted upon you. Too much. (laughs) (laughs) But now how did that affect then your sort of what you wanted or looked for in relationships? Because, you know, to Mm. be an I know with a Jeffrey so young, you know, because you're younger than us, you know, and you're in your you guys live together, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, we, right. we own a home. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. I can't. I can't hear it. We could, Hold on. Hold on. We could own a home in Ohio. In Ohio. You could. You could be our next door neighbors if you wanted to in Ohio tomorrow. Okay. I might be. I'm telling you, I sent Andy a, a link to a house in Pennsylvania. I have no desire mm-hmm. for Pennsylvania, but I just said, look what we could here. have. I said, like, I said, if we're going to, it has to, again, on we, have the to water. Be, we have to be near the Great Lakes. I said, well, yes. Erie, Pennsylvania. And I was looking. I know some experimental musicians that came from there, so it can't be ba- a bad place. Remember, that was years ago. Well, anything can deteriorate <laughs> if you wait long enough. Fair enough. Oh, God, put that on a t shirt. Anything can deteriorate. Paragon, anything, anything can deteriorate if you wait long enough. Theory, <laughs> Pennsylvania on the back. <laughs> um, but were you someone who like really wanted a re- really wanted a boo? You know what I mean? Like was yes. on the hunt? Oh, aggressively so, which was uh difficult because uh nobody wanted to date me until I was 18 years old. I dated uh-huh. zero yeah. people in, in high school. Everyone was just like, mm-mm, you're very loud, you're <laughs> very tall. Yeah. You're a little, you're a little soft. I and you don't play the sports that matter to us. And I was like, fair enough. This very much relate, very much relate to this description, <laughs> this content, this assessment. <laughs> Wait, were you pursuing people? Was there oh, a pursuing involved? Yes. So I think one thing that happens when you don't get enough attention from your parents and thus become attention seeking in several other ways, but also are aware that you don't want them to be detrimental. I could never keep my crushes a secret. Yeah. I am pretty sure I have told every single human being I've ever had a crush on 
that I had a crush on them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, you know what? Let's just rip this Band-Aid off. And then every once in a while, they'd be like, oh, I like you too. And I'd be like, I was not prepared for this. Oh, really? I'd be like, I was very ready to go home and write very sad things in my journal. <laughs> um, and and now we have to go get ice cream. I wasn't dressed for ice cream. Give me <laughs> 10 minutes. So, yes, I had a very uh, a, a laundry list of guys in junior high and high school who I would just walk up to and just cold call, be like, hello, Sean Cole. That's not his name. It is. I couldn't think of a fake name fast enough. And... And he would just be like, oh, that's cool. Like, we hang out in Latin club. That's good and fun. Um, I'm not really into melanated women. And I'd be like, but Sean Cole, you are melanated. (laughs) (laughs) And he would be like, don't shame me for my preferences. And because I was afraid of everything, I'd be like, you're so right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Octa asked. (laughs) The die is cast. (laughs) The die is cast. Uh, okay. I remember some of my Latin school. <laughs> Look at you, Andy. I'm impressed. Oh, he has the range. He has the range. And that's what's that you know, I don't have the range. There are times where I go, but okay, this is the thing that's interesting about Andy, like lately, something I've been noticing, or not noticing as much as like appreciating anew, if you would say that after 13 mm-hmm. years. You know, I kind of go in, like, I very much assume everybody is like kind of stupid <laughs> and that in, and that includes myself i'm not saying that to be above i just kind of right like americans as a whole have what a sixth grade reading level like mm-hmm. i just assume mm-hmm. i think fourth fourth maybe even fourth grade right <laughs> no. yes as a nation honey as a nation one nation under god can't even spell it, okay? Can't even spell it. It's spelled G A W D E. So like, so, but that's what I, that's kind of I assume. And so like, you know, and there's also a part of me. It also comes out of a part that I me mean, that just wants to communicate. Where like, I don't like um, the disconnect. I don't like the friction. So mm-hmm. I keep things simple. I think that's a lot of where too for me. Comedy has come from. Like, how do you convey something maybe thorny in a way that's still acceptable, right? Blah blah blah. Yes. But I'll just assume people don't know stuff, and that's uh, that's probably right to assume. But Andrew is a person, he's like, he's like, well, I'll never know unless I put it out there, right? So he'll put out a reference without explaining, or he'll just say a thing without whatever, you know? And, and just like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Whereas for me, that feels like a risk. It feels like a being vulnerable. It feels like, mm-hmm. or I'm going to make that other person, I'm seeming like I know more than they do in some capacity. Yeah. Whereas Andy's like, you never know who might know stuff. Yeah, but I don't. You put never it out. know who might know stuff. I don't put it out. Like that's that, true. Where I don't put it in a kind of like Frasery way. No, no, you don't. But I do. Think <laughs> that's like, I, but I do think that's to me that's sort of like the ethos behind it. You know, like you're mm-hmm. not thinking that consciously, but I think you are open and willing, um, to be surprised in a way. And I'm continually surprised. And you never know what'll happen. You, you never, never know. know. You, you never yesterday, know. Yesterday, I referenced, I was at, I was leading someone's conversation about their book before they signed it at a bookstore. Hella. And I referenced, oh, it must have been Diane Sawyer's interview with Britney Spears. And she was like, do you really like Pepsi? And Britney's like, <laughs> I love Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi is Pepsi. And the amount of people who actually got the reference, because the second it left my mouth, because I don't, I don't stop to think before I say things. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that was like a 50% catch rate. That was much higher than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you honestly never know. That's yeah, true. that's that's the thing. I also do it I, without thinking too. It's also kind of just like a <laughs> improv training. I'm yeah. just saying yes. the thing that exactly. pops into my head. So yeah, also the yes and of it all. But let's not even call it improv training. It's sick. Okay, you're right. Let's call it's... it advanced improv training no! at the Upright Citizens no! Brigade Theater. No, yes. I want to. I want to call it someone who is. Um, not filter free because you're not wild, but as much as like you have a thought in your head and you almost need to get it out to be free of it. Yes. yes. <laughs> you that way? Because like, like, you say the same way. Because like for me, because like, you know, to me, obviously my introduction to you being your videos, you know, you are high energy and you are like, this is the first thing that came into my head. Isn't this so funny and crazy? Okay, I only have two minutes, but let me tell you this thing real quick. And I think it's so funny. Like, it's so funny. Thank you. Because <laughs> it is like this chaotic. <laughs> but there are a lot of middle-aged white men on Facebook who do not feel the same way that you do. Well, about well, it. Come on, wow. come on. You're that's not that's not a good demographic. <laughs> for a anything. black person daring to live, of that's, course. They don't know. Like it. And talk to them about things that they were previously only getting from like a stern elderly white man in a boring book. Oh my god! Well, wasn't you posted something too about someone who was like, "I enjoy you, but now that I'm in a relationship, I can't abide by this skin or something." You like, know, like what? Showing like showing skin, yes. not yes. skin color. But it was like, "What are you?" Oh, that's talking even about? past you. <laughs> as a as a sex negative comedian. Well, exactly. Naomi. Even I was like, "What is going on?" Like, what you is would this? never you would never be like, "I'm not watching a video because someone's in a, a low cut top." But then also, not just would I not do that? I wouldn't. Leave a comment saying that. There it is. That's because you are a sane human being. <laughs> how have you? How are you managing what it is to be to have that many eyes on you at any given time? Oh, I'm managing it poorly. My ther- my therapist Cynthia has to hear about it all the time. Okay, tell us about Cynthia. Yes, tell us everything. We need to know Cynthia. Um, she is deal. literally one of my favorite human beings on the face of the earth. Uh, Cynthia, if you are listening to this, uh, thank you for being the soul tether keeping me attached to reality. Uh, love that for both of us. <laughs> love love her staying gainfully employed, and I love me not crying every day. Amazing. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> growth, growth and change. Quick question, Cynthia, black, white. She's black. Can you give Naomi her details? Naomi needs a new oh, therapist. Lord, I, I will therapist. I will ask Cynthia quite literally tomorrow when we talk if she has openings, Naomi. She Please does. So. She does talks on the interweb. Thank you. And she is a delight. I need something. I'm like really, I'm really at the end of my rope. But then it's like also. Isn't she struggling? <laughs> this is a song we've been singing, <laughs> you know? And she's almost 40 years old. I never thought that I could see just how terrible life could be. Isn't oh. she struggling? We're, I yes. mean, we're putting it together. We're putting it together. But it, it is called Isn't She Struggling? So that's That's amazing. And I was literally just telling one of my friends that I was like, we, as the black community, uh, we have black people happy birthday, which of course is just Stevie Wonder's happy birthday. Um, And lately on TikTok, there has been a song that a delightful uh, Caucasian couple wrote for their dog who's afraid of elevators. And it's like, (laughs) she's so brave. She's not afraid. I'm like, where is our version of this? Because I will sing that to myself every day. And I think... (laughs) 
You guys are on the path. <laughs> okay, we're on the path. We're putting it together. We're going to drop it. This will be a, the second single after Bye Bitch, released <laughs> yes. three years ago. We do one single every three years. Wait, go back to Cynthia. Yes, how long have in. you... Have, how yes. long, first of all, therapy in general, and then Cynthia. Specifically. Yeah, how long have you been on the train? <laughs> uh, I saw my first therapist at the age of 16 because my AP Latin teacher was like, boo-boo, you're not well. Oh, really? And I was like, Miss Ligon, you only see me for an hour every morning and I just sit here reading my little oven and Catullus. And she's like, yeah, and I can tell. Wait, what did she see? Oh, uh, She's just like, you just seem real down. And when I ask you about home things, you're just like, <laughs> she's like, I watch the blood drain from your face. And I'm like, you have to have a good eye for that, Miss Ligon, because I'm a melanated woman. That's hard to know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. So she, that's actually such a rare gift to have a teacher yeah. tuned in like that. And yeah. I'm not saying that because teachers are bad, but I'm saying that because teachers got a lot going on. And what mm -hmm. it is to then say to the student, right? Because I'm sure you were yes. also a good grade kid. I could tell. So if you're doing okay on paper... It's easy to go, she fine, she fine. Exactly. And I'm still so thankful for her. We're Facebook friends now. I love checking in on how she's doing. <laughs> she's amazing. She's the reason that I did not uh, get wrongfully arrested on my study abroad trip in Rome. We stand, Miss Ligon. Okay, Sorry, go back. Hold on, what? <laughs> mm, okay. I was really, I was like, and this is going to be another rabbit hole, but maybe if I say it fast enough, we can just power right on through no, it. Not us. We're journalists. <laughs> Quite literally the second to last day of my study abroad after, you know, hanging out with some nuns, translating some Latin inscriptions, mm. uh, seeing some ooky spooky incinerated bodies in Pompeii. Uh -huh. Oh, I was there. Yep, it's it's ooky spooky. And I was like, ooh, hey, Vesuvius, I respect you, girl. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. And so we went to the island of Capri and they were like, burn the last of your euros. Get yourself something fancy. Buy a king-size gelato. We do not care what you do today. What we care is that we are all back on the boat to the mainland at, like, whatever time it was. So me and my friends, being teenagers, they were like, we have two options. You can hike up 6,000 stairs with... Um, your bald-headed professor who was mean to all of you but in like a kind of loving dad sort of way and see the temple of Jove or you can go shopping. And all of us were like, shopping? I would like, I would like to shop, please. And at that time, I knew names of designers, but I didn't know anything about their mm -hmm. pricing. I was very much like wearing Target's uh, bargain bin that mm -hmm. I would go at with scissors and my sewing machine. <laughs> so I saw a Jimmy Choo outlet store and I was like, I know what outlet means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a band that I like mentioned Jimmy Choo once. So <laughs> that's where I obviously need to be. I go in and I can't even afford a wallet in this place. <laughs> yeah. So I try to walk out. A woman in a muumuu stops me from walking out. Long story short, she thought that I took her wallet. Of course. Long story short, they thought the black girl stole something. Precisely. The teen. The little teen, the teen girl. The little teen girl. Oh. And so she called the cops on me. And this one thing happens in a lot of parts of Europe where the cops pull up on you in smart cars. And the right response isn't 
laughter. (laughs) (laughs) You learn new things every day, and that is what I learned on that day. Uh, Oh, really? Did they get out of their car and uh, in black and white and sped up, ran around, and then accidentally each other? With well, it, it felt like it, I down. felt like it was a clown. I felt like <laughs> it was Ringling Brothers <laughs> out in the town square, uh, giving ring. I was a, I gotcha. exactly. <laughs> then these like giant burly men come out of these smart cars, and I was just like, "Well, that was a magic trick in and of itself." And now they're asking for my passport and my papers. Okay, oh, gosh. <gasps> all right. Uh, uh, after. You know it's good when someone asks for your papers. You know you're in a good situation when that happens, <laughs> yeah. that phrase. It's like paper? Every single situation where anybody in a power position has asked <laughs> someone not in a power position for their papers historically has gone amazingly mm-hmm. for all parties involved. <laughs> so wait, I need to know how Ms. Ligon got you out of this because you're with the friends, right? But you've gone in the yes. store and I'm assuming- And she this- went on her little hike up the mountain okay. so she's to go see the temple she's exactly sacrificing a goat right now oh no honestly maybe that's what she did to get down there at the timing that she did because she came down right as everything was was really going to poop wow. did a, a lightning bolt strike the <laughs> ground and then she was there <laughs> joe delivered her <laughs> with his giant like hercules disney movie hands right oh. at the bottom of the mountain He's like, this is where you need to be right now. I'm going to go have sex with my sister. Um, <laughs> the gods were crazy. Yeah, the gods were wild. The gods were very They wild. must be crazy, right? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> so she so she Hercules is down from mm-hmm. Jove mm-hmm. and just like runs in there and is like, leave her alone. It's my child. She runs up and she is just like, we got to get someone to be translating because she's like, I teach Latin. Right. And I was like, yes, and I am a student of said Latin, and I only learned how to tell people that I'm a vegetarian <laughs> and that I'm happy to be here. Those are the only phrases that I learned in Italy. It was enough to get me by with all of the grandmothers and all of the small towns, but it was not enough to get me by with these cops. She ends up finding a man by the name of Nello, who after hitting on me, starts translating for us. Sure, sure, sure. And he comes and he puts the most ginger hand on my shoulder and he's like, uh, they say if you give the wallet back, uh, everything will be okay. How you how you say okay, okay? <laughs> and I was like, no, okay, Nello. <laughs> I give them my backpack and they're like, oh, you were too, you were too forthcoming. They think you just took the money and dumped the wallet now. Oh my uh, God. So we're moving the goalposts. Right, right. Eventually they check the security footage. Oh my God. I mean, what is this? Five hours later? This is CSI Capri. This amount of time, all of the other students have done their shopping, gotten gelato, and are sitting on the curb across the street just just watching. watching. Oh my God, baby Alexis. (laughs) This sounds also mortifying. Like we can laugh now, but this is fucking, this is trauma. This is mortifying. Everyone in a row just eating ice cream. Looking like, oh (laughs) fuck. And I was like, if you white children do not get over here and stand up for me right yeah. now, right now, yeah, we yeah, are going to have some problems when we get back to the States. This should have been a Spartacus and, moment. Yeah, very Spartacus, very O-Captain by Captain. In retrospect, 
in retrospect. But I was afraid if I made any sudden movements, it would be bad news bears for me. Yeah, absolutely. So then they had to look at the footage and the footage showed that you just like looked at a wallet and put it down. So it showed me going and moseying around with my friends. It showed me looking at a single wallet, laughing at the price, putting it back down. Yeah. This woman put her wallet down on a little shelf right on the edge, accidentally bumped it off the shelf herself. Of course. They went back to the store. They found it right underneath the shelf. Oh, and let me guess. Let me let me just take a, a, a wild, wild guess. No repercussions for this woman for falsely accusing someone. Wow. Did you, How did you I didn't, know? You didn't, you didn't get an apology. Um, I got a kid-sized gelato and a pat on the rope. Does that count? <laughs> no, does it not, does not. No, not in any world. <laughs> no. Not in any universe. Not in any dimension. <laughs> Does that count as an apology? Oh my god. Trauma. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I want to Okay, we're we're going to start closing parentheses. Yeah, yeah, soon, yeah, yeah. Close. But, yeah. But yeah. But it was this uh the school you went to was it mostly white? Honestly, it was a very diverse college prep school in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. but the people who were in AP Latin overwhelmingly White. Yes, 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 yes. Overwhelming. Overwhelmingly yes. white. Overwhelmingly white. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yes. The whites Truly. are overwhelming. The whites are <laughs> overwhelming. Like, Is it that... wasn't just me, but it was like me and that guy, Sean Cole, and this kid, Michael. And that was that was us. That was our representation. And also, were you all Latin taking club. it? Were you taking it because you were told Latin would help you on the SATs? Because that's what I, a lot of kids. It like, did. It helped me. But that's what I'm saying. It's like it's different than like, oh, I mentioned the culture. It was like I'm here for strategic leanings to you know get the grade I need. Not you know. I'm here because my parents are black excellence parents. Yeah. And if I bring home a low score on the SAT, they are gonna write me out of their wills. Uh-huh. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Mama said no dead weight. Okay. None. Zero. No. <laughs> Plus, shout out to Mr. Kitsock, my Latin teacher, who was a great teacher. Okay, hey. so Latin teachers seem to be cool, huh? This is what I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. Pencil- at least in Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yes. Rust Belt. If you're a Rust Belt Latin teacher, oh my God, this will keep saying you're pretty. Rust you're Belt. right by us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so okay, okay. So that okay, this happened. But, yeah. But uh, Miss Ligon is that her name? She yeah. She, she saw you. She helped you. She also saw you in class. <laughs> And then you start to go to therapy. Do you tell your mom or like? Yeah, how do they feel? As black excellence parents of a certain generation, you know, you know, still not easy, right? And you younger than me, and it's still probably not easy. So I start going to see the school psychiatrist, where I'm going twice a week, Mm. um, because they're just like, "Ooh, boo boo, I wanted to get this bad before you started seeing me," and I was like, "Um, "I'm still doing well in school, and according to my parents, that means I'm doing great." And crying on the stairs during lunch every day is just a normal thing <laughs> that normal kids do, I'm told. Yeah. And so I go and I tell my parents and I tell I tell my mom first uh, because she and I talk more and she's nosier <laughs> for, good, for good reason, for yeah, good reason. Yeah. And my mom, up until that point, her only experience with therapy was my dad going to therapy for OCD, which, you know, growing up with a very openly neurodivergent parent, I was not like unaware of the world of mental health from a very young age. But my mom did not think that my dad's therapist did anything except 
make it so she was not the sole person that he was complaining to about things uh-huh. each week. And so my mom was just like, you know what Pedro Pascal hosted SNL? And he was just like, my son does not have ADD. He just likes to jump. That's pretty much <laughs> my mom felt about that. She was like, you're not depressed and you don't have anxiety. You just need to get it together. Mm-hmm. Ah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Naomi, were you also... Did you also grow up in a black excellence household? Um, definitely not the Jack and Jill fancy, but my mom. We weren't quite Jack and Jill either, but we were a, we were adjacent. I had a lot of friends who were. See, I di- I didn't really, but it was certainly the expectation of you're going to be at a certain level, and I think especially too, uh, you know, because I went to a, a white school where it was like, it's not just you have to be excellent, right? But it's like don't you misstep in front of these white people. Mm-hmm. Like that was especially it too, right? And, and you know, that whole get it together. But then also my mom, and this was a layer that's always been so hard, is she took it personally, right? If I went yes. to, when I went to the therapist and I said something, it's like, you're making me look like a bad mother. Quite literally the conversation that we had. Yeah. She was yeah. like, what if one of the other kids sees you walking out of that psychiatrist's office, talks to their mom, suddenly we're at the hairdresser, mm-hmm. sitting next to each other under the hairdryers. And then I have to hear from Joe Benji's mom that my child is broken. Like, mm-hmm. she very much took it per- very personally. And she's like, oh, let me guess. I'm the problem. Yes. Oh. I was like, I mean, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, not 100%. I definitely have things to work on, too. <laughs> But, like, we can't discount you from the list of reasons. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. But and that's- so that's the way that went. And I then stopped going to therapy when I started college. Epically flamed out, burnt out after my freshman year in engineering school. Had to oh, come wow. home for a semester. Okay, because... no, how did mama take that? I know she was mad about that. Naomi, that was the worst conversation of my entire life. Oh. And I got arrested in Italy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I am so much more afraid of my mom than I am of a foreign government. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was awful. I spent the entire summer, so I I worked most of my summers in between semesters at an overnight camp. I've been like this since forever. And (laughs) so I was like, listen, I am such a smooth talker. I bet you I can fix this with my guidance counselor by the end of the summer through a series of not at all anxious sounding emails and phone calls. And then by the time the school year starts back up in September, my mother will be none the wiser. Mm. And my guidance counselor was just like, ah, ha ha. If you do badly in another class, you like won't even be able to continue classes here in the future. So maybe think about it. So you were forced. Your hand was forced. My yeah, hand was forced. You had to address with mother, hey, I'm going to need to Wait, what it was up. it? Did you go into engineering because that's what was expected of you by your parents and you didn't really, you weren't really that into it? Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, uh, yeah, I get that. I get they were that. like, you're good at math. You're good at science. You're, eh. 
at creative writing, but you're doing okay. So obviously you need to be a doctor or an engineer. And I was like, blood makes me pass out. So engineering it is. Ah. Was it a specific kind of engineering or just engineering? Like you could- I chose (laughs) environment. I chose environmental because it was the closest to things I did actually enjoy. Uh And I was like, at least then I can like, I don't know, sneak into like a beekeeping class or (laughs) have a reason to take a couple botany courses, the things I was actually interested in, because I just liked plants and theater. Like I just wanted to write plays and mm-hmm. study plants. It's all I wanted to do in college, but uh, that didn't exist as a major. Little and shop my mom. Yeah, little shop. Oh, it already existed. And I was like, Alan Menken. <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> my nemesis. <laughs> so oh, no, I'm just kidding. Alan Menken seems so nice. <laughs> no, no, no. We're on the record. Nemesis. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. So, okay, so, uh, uh, obvi- like, I get it, because I, I kept trying to triangulate between my parents' desires for me and what I actually wanted to do. Ended up in the middle, still unhappy. I didn't, I, yeah. I wasn't even doing the exact thing they mm-hmm. wanted. I was still trying to, like, do kind of halfway what I wanted, still did not yeah. get right. So, I get that. I got kicked out of grad school for philosophy. <laughs> no, Andy, that's, it's it takes a toll on your psyche for like a good long while, even if it's not necessarily what you wanted to be doing. Yeah. Well, (laughs) let me tell you this. Uh I was so happy to have an excuse to move to New York and just do what I wanted Mm. to do that. It actually like, there was a moment like when I got the, you know, cause I, uh, I had just like basically on the prelims before my dissertation blown off what they wanted me to do and just did my own thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just follow the directions. We're going to give you another chance. And I said, all right. And then I did the same. I did the exact same thing again. I did. You I said, no, I said, I said, you want me to write about Aristotle? I'm going to do it, but I'm going to write about Heidegger really. And I'm going <laughs> to actually criticize what you guys are doing. And I'm going to say, you're not actually doing good philosophy. Somehow, I don't know why tenured professors would don't not appreciate. enjoy. Yeah, would not appreciate a uh, a grad student about to start their dissertation. Yeah, Snot nosed child saying, "Hey, you're actually <laughs> you're actually hurting your students by doing this kind of philosophy." I don't know why they would not appreciate yeah, that, but they yeah. were. Like, yeah, hit the bricks, bitch. <laughs> the bricks, bitch. Now that should be on a t-shirt. Hit that should bricks. be on a t-shirt. At the, that was, the board mm. <laughs> The mouthfeel of hit the bricks. Right? Bitch. It feels good. It's got a good mouth. Yeah. That's what going to say. Hit the bricks, bitch. Feels very Pop Roxy yeah. to say. I love that. <laughs> so I get In other words, I get it. I understand where exactly where you were, how you felt. <laughs> I kind of, yes. So you come back home and then yeah. what? And then you start therapy again? Not right away. <laughs> I wanted to. And my mom was like, no, all these therapists coddling you is how we got in this position to begin with. Oh, boy. So she's like, if you're going to be here, you're going to be working and you're going to be taking community college classes because you're not going to be sitting on my couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ain't never sitting on a mama's couch. Okay. No. You ain't sitting on my couch. There's like the perfect (laughs) thing I said to be a mom is to not want anyone sitting on your couch. (laughs) To be a mother says, you ain't sitting on my couch. You ain't sleeping all day. And you're like, it's Mm -mm. 9 a.m. You ain't sleeping all day. (laughs) (laughs) 
And and it's like, and it's 9 a.m. and you made me quick coffee, cold turkey when I moved back into the house. So pick your battles. Pick your battles. So I went and I took community college classes, but I took just whatever I wanted to. So I took an audio engineering course. I took some music theory classes and music history classes. I took a couple sociology courses and environmental uh, services course to see what like people who work for the city actually are implementing their environmental science and engineering degrees to be like, wow, I have a newfound respect for this. Also, I don't want to work in sewage. I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh-huh. Cause that's what you were, that was the engineering initially was yeah. kind of what, yep. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like windmill design or something like that. I wanted to build houses that could exist off the grid and just completely go off of solar, like hot water and wind power. That was my dream. And then they were like, you're going to need so many degrees for that. And I was like, mm, okay. I don't know if I want to sign up for that. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. And that was just, that was, I guess, the way through the lens that my parents wanted me to view the things I was good at that I was like, well, I guess a house that I can just put in the woods somewhere and not have to worry about nobody. <laughs> Sounds like the best manifestation of this. So sure, I'll play your games. My mom, like the summers in between school and high school, she'd be like, you're not going to have fun with your friends at the pool. You are going to this pre-college engineering program at the University of Maryland. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they were on, you were on that engineering track. Damn. Yeah. 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 Right. And then you kind of get there. And then, so then how many years, like when you went back, it's like Mm -hmm. your parents, sorry to interrupt. It's like your parents putting you on a roller coaster. And be and you're like I don't really want to my stomach I, I gotta uh, I, I don't want to do I don't like drops I don't like, I get I don't like drops. easily yeah. <laughs> and then they're like it'll be fine and they shove you on they, they the thing locks down and you're like Fuck. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like when Jeffrey tricked me into going on the Millennium Force at Cedar Point for the first time Cedar, Cedar Point. Point oh my god I've had such Cedar Point memories <laughs> oh my god Flashbacks. I can do. I can do the the these coasters where they strap across you and you can have a thing across your chest to hold on to. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it feels like the hand of Joe is holding you up, <laughs> keeping you from dying. But if you tell me I'm going upside down and the only thing between yes. me and going splat like a cicada against a windshield is a lap bar. Yes. <laughs> yes. On these hips. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's funny. And you Jeffrey that. was like, "You'll be fine." I was not fine. I had to. So, so my mom's family's from Detroit. So we would go to Cedar Point over the su- every summer in Detroit. So Detroit is also my idea of a suburb. Okay, growing up in Harlem. So I'm going <laughs> Harlem to Detroit, and I'm saying this is the suburbs. And we would go to Cedar Point every summer. And I always hated going upside down. I was like, I I will kind of write it. Do not put me upside down. I said, mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold on to my glasses. Yes, it's like too terrifying. And I don't like the the rides where your legs are dangling. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're talking about you like the over the top, but you can hold it. That to mm-hmm. me, I feel like when my legs are dangling, I just feel like too exposed. But there was one time where my cousin, she was like, <laughs> at our wedding, she didn't even want to do the whole run. Well, I like did, but I didn't trust anybody. I really wanted to because I was like, this is what you do. Right. Like, I can see not trusting people. I love the idea of being lifted up in a chair and celebrated for the love that I've cultivated. <laughs> but I don't like the idea of my cousin's arms being the ones Thank I'm alive. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I thought, like, I 
always loved it in theory. And then in practice, when it came to it, I just said, you know what? No, no, I tried to crack a tooth. And so I didn't want to do it. But I remember being at Cedar Point, my cousin, she like blackmailed me with something where she was like, if you don't ride this ride with me, I'm going to tell them you did X, Y, and Z. And I don't even remember what I did because I could have done that too much. Oh my God. Because I was a child and I was like, I was upside down and I was like, I don't remember the name of the ride. I remember at this point it's night, so it's dark, but I just remember oh, God. fear. I remember the visceral fear in my stomach where I was like, this is how I die at Cedar Point doing yep. something I didn't even want to do. <laughs> Come to Cedar Point's new roller coaster, the heart shitter. It's You'll on. shit your heart out. <laughs> it's that. Okay, we got at least. Wait, wait, to, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I want to close all these little parentheses and then can we, yeah. can we answer at least one question? Okay. You had a question that I interrupted. No, I'm done. Oh, I, oh, I was just kind of wondering, like, how long did you take off taking the various classes to sort of find your way before you then went back? Because you ended up majoring yeah. in environmental science. Yeah. So I took two quarters off which then ohio state switched to semesters so it was a whole discombobulation okay. of timelines but i was i was gone for essentially half a school year okay okay um which was also super fun for the social implications i absolutely loved losing my first boyfriend to the first girl who looked at him pretty the second <laughs> we were not in the same city Ooh. yeah 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 that was that was a hoot and definitely did not add to the trumps. <laughs> it was right. already actively right. happening. Stuck at home. Your mother said, get it together. He ain't picking yes. up the phone. And you're like, nope. God damn it. Yeah. I'm it's like, you're with bad. that girl from the Quidditch team, aren't you? Aren't you? He was. He was. That he was. snitch. She was. She was a snitch. Snitch <laughs> for the Quidditch team. Snitch, please. Snitch, mm. please. please. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. So that was I my literally loop. grabbed the only word I remembered. From. No, that was good. You snitch was correct. <laughs> now I close my loop. Okay. So that. So yeah. The last thing, Cynthia. When does Cynthia enter the picture? Cynthia entered the picture two years ago. Okay. So I was in and out of therapy the remainder of my time in college. Graduated. Had a job that I hated doing QA analysis for a startup company. And my mental health just deteriorated. Just, mm. And on top of that, all my friends from college, we were all spread out. Everyone was moving away for jobs that seemed much more interesting mm-hmm. than mine. And so I got extremely depressed, like more depressed than I've been in my entire life. And you know it was bad because my mom was the one who was just like, hey, so I talked to my friend who's a therapist. And she can see you tomorrow. Wow. Okay. To the point where you got mom coming around saying, we're yeah. going to do this again. And she don't even trust these therapists. I she don't even, she doesn't even trust them. Friend. I can't exactly. she trust. She don't trust Pam. She said, Pam, that ain't a real job. But honestly, uh, they were only friends because her son, the my sister and the son of the therapist were dating at the time. But that is neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. She was a very good therapist. But okay, but so you got it. Okay, so it was, that's how it had gotten bad. And were you living mm-hmm. at home at the time? Is that why she was able to see it or just... Okay? No, I was living in a suburb of Columbus. Okay. Like just far away enough out of the city that all of my city friends were like, I am not coming to see you out there. Absolutely not. Your backyard is a cornfield. I do not desire that. Okay, okay. That's uh, not that far out, I'm sure. It was probably it was like what? 25 minutes. Yeah, I was um, going to say that. I was going to yeah. say... 
like where I'm from, Reading, it goes from like inner city to, you know, cornfields within like 25 minutes of each other. Yeah. Maybe. I'm like, that's, you know, you put an album on, you drive. <laughs> now, but podcasts, if you tell a 23 year old to do that, yeah. when I was a like, teenager, there weren't even podcasts. This is bullshit. Right. Back in my day, back in my day, you turned on the radio and hoped (laughs) I just put an Incubus CD in and drove. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, ending on Incubus, we're going to take a quick break and Alexis will help us help you handle your scandal. We'll be right back after this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends... It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. 
For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Alexis wow. Nicole Nelson. That's amazing. You guys are so insane. We thank, really work it. We you, really try you. to work it. Alexis, we just had so much backstory. So yeah, we will be running over. You are gonna be here a minute, okay? I'm sorry if you had a hard <laughs> Oh no, that is so fine. Oh no. No, I was like, I I wanna talk to Naomi and Andy forever. So I'm just not gonna put anything else. All that all that I'm doing for the rest of the day, I'm not gonna lie, is gathering acorns like a little squirrel child. <laughs> what are what do you do with the acorns? Like those nuts that yeah. when I was a child and the, the, you would see the nuts in the ground, the stuff like that. And people be like, yeah, we're going to roast them or something. And I'm like, it's on the ground. No, I'm going to go to Pathmark and I'm going to get. Yeah, uh, that's where but Andy, it's in a shell. It's not touching the ground. It's in a shell. Yeah. No. Oh, well, I just watched about acorn flower because it's funny. Cause mm-hmm. It's like so funny around the same time. I follow you and another black woman who has a farm in Georgia, up and doe, I think a state. Yes. And she was just making a bunch of acorn flower. And mm-hmm. she said every Sunday they got to forage. The whole family. She got children and a husband and they out here on the acreage. And she said every <laughs> Sunday we got a porch for like 90% of the meal or something like that. And I'm always wow. just so impressed by what they can put together because these meals be looking good. But she had a bunch of acorn flour. She was using mm-hmm. to, to um, fry up some things. Is that what you're doing? Very Octavia Butler mm-hmm. of her. We love that. Uh, so I do a couple different things with it. I do make a lot of acorn flour. Last year, I made an acorn bread stuffing for Thanksgiving. Oh, that sounds good. Which was delightful, nutty, toasty, a jolly good time. <laughs> Sometimes I make uh, Korean acorn jelly de torimuk. Which is also super tasty. And are you putting using it like a like a jelly jelly when you say jelly? It's like, like a, a savory jelly. It's it's really nutty and it's a little wiggly. You put some like chili crisp on top of it. Some uh-huh. some fresh scallions. Eat it almost like a cold noodle. So good. Wow, that's her jam. I yeah, a cold noodle with a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, fantastic! And they're just they're great pancakes acorn pancakes with a little bit of smoked hickory syrup okay now you're doing too much you know i can't follow (laughs) a smoked hickory syrup you know i can't follow a smoked hickory syrup (laughs) they're great and they're everywhere and they're free how long will it how long will you spend on an acorn hunt like how many hours Mm, so thankfully in my neighborhood uh we have a lot of elderly oak trees so i'll probably be out for Thirty, forty minutes today oh, okay. to bring home another round to oh. to crack open I'm the acorns it like three in my hours. neighborhood. Are, I just imagine some, it is like an hour out in the. Okay, sometimes it is. It depends on where I'm gathering. Okay, and then I'm also really picky about my acorns. I'm not trying to bring home no weevils. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just like, I don't want to crack open acorns because on the playground once when I was a kid, I opened one and there was a weevil inside. And I was like, well, that is why we have to learn how to use our eyes to recognize the acorns <laughs> that don't look good. And then I don't take those. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
So apparently acorns come from oak trees. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting to know. The more you know. Oh my God. Alexis, are we going to be helpful for the doomsday cult? Um, we don't really know where things are from. I'm willing to work. I oh, just yeah. have no skill. We'll put us to work. I'll go gather. I'll yeah, go. Like, you yeah. tell me what to look yeah, for. Yeah, like we'll work. I got a great you know, sense of like, if you show me the picture of what to look for, I can, yes. I can find that. I'll put together some flashcards so everyone will be ready. And honestly, gathering and processing food in a community barely feels like work, in my opinion. Like when I've gone to visit some of my friends' reservations and we've done things like digging for duck potatoes, that I'm like, oh, we, I was just like playing in the mud with my friends while we caught up and laughed and told stories for a couple of hours. And now we have enough food to feed the whole community. And then I remember, mm. oh, right, that's what human beings are supposed to be doing. I forgot. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, yes, 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 this is what our brains were quite literally primed to do for thousands of years. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. I forgot. Right. We're okay. supposed to live like tears of the kingdom. We're supposed to be <laughs> running around looking for acorns and stand, well, I was gonna say, stand bulbs. Speaking yep. of helping the community, the community has come with questions, okay? Yes. Ooh, I'm excited. Yes. yes, we get questions from all over. We get questions from Gmail, from Instagram, from Twitter. Voicemail is, of course, our favorite. Naomi, what is that number? 323-524-7839. There's a three-minute limit. Always, I say, start with your pronouns, your log line to the question. Let us know up top. That way, if you get a little wordy and you get cut off, we still have the root of the issue. Yeah. We still have the root of the issue. So, so important. It's important. Naomi, you're Such thoughtful it. instructions. Which you want to do juicy? this one? Which one's juiciest? Because we we may not be Ooh. able to get through. You see what I'm saying? That's not like, is, it, is it the two? Is it the three? I think it might be this one. Okay. Well, I want to do this one. Just I wanted to do this one just because I knew we all had pets. But okay. Okay. Let's do no. Okay, we're gonna do this one first. I think. Oh. Okay. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guests. I have a question. So before the pandemic, I was dating someone uh, in New York City, and I was starting to get feelings for her, um, and we connected over this hobby that we both have. And I'm not going to say what the hobby is because it's embarrassing. Um, and she had found this group that does this hobby, and we were both like, oh, we should do this. But the we kind of we broke up. The pandemic started. I moved away. But now I'm back in New York City, and I really want to get engaged with this group because it's the only place in New York City, really, that we can do this hobby. Uh, but the way she broke up with me was really shitty and, like, kind of used mm. me as, like, a gay experiment and was uh, really rude. So I hold, oh. like, a significant grudge. Um, Fair and when enough. we broke it off, it was just like, okay, bye, and I never spoke to her again. But when I'm looking at this group to join, it looks like she's now involved with them. Uh, so if I'm going to mm. do this, I'm going to have to encounter her. And I feel really anxious about that. I'm an Aquarius. I'd rather just put down the Iron Curtain for all time than never see or speak to her again. But I love so this hobby Stalin so and Aquarius? much and really want to join this group. And, you know, maybe this is a way for me to make friends in, in this city and, and build a community. But I don't know how to navigate this X. Um, and it isn't, I mean, I think my feelings are so hurt in a way that like, or were so hurt in a way that 
I don't think I could just sweep this under the rug and pretend that nothing happened, um, especially because she really downplayed things um, mm. when we broke up. And, like, so that feels like I don't want to just ignore it. Mm. I don't know. What do I do? Thank mm. you. Oof. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. Alexis, first that- thoughts. First thoughts. My initial... The second I kind of had a feeling for where this was going, I was like, ooh, younger Alexis and current Alexis have two very different ways that they would go about approaching this. Okay, tell it, really. I feel like uh, right now, what I would suggest is we all hate using our words. I know I do. It's scary. (laughs) Feelings are terrifying. But just in case this person is unaware of how much they hurt them i'd be like hey it's me adele voice (laughs) i am back in the city i'm hoping to pick back up with this hobby i see you're still involved with this group i just wanted to give you a heads up that i will be like showing up at the next meeting i don't feel great about where we ended so i don't know if i'll be in a headspace to do much interacting with you, if any. Mm. So I don't want that to become a thing that surprises you in the moment and possibly causes friction within the group. Yeah. But this hobby is important to me. Making friends who share it with me is important to me. And I just wanted to give you this heads up to squash any possible additional awkwardness. Wow. And, and I bid you, and I bid you adieu. Wow. That, I mean, that's good. That's real. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. real. That's a good email. I like this as an email a lot. As um, an email, yes. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, as yeah, an yeah, email. Yeah. I like that as an email, absolutely. But that, this is my question, too. This is the question. And this is, you mm-hmm. know, this is, I, again, I lean towards anxiety, of course, um, and fear of people. Um, <laughs> guess, you know, without without knowing what the hobby is, even though I'm dying to know, please tell me. But I mean, no, right? Oh, my God. What, what's your guess? Let's go around. Round table. Alexis, what's your Quidditch. guess? Quidditch. Quidditch. You think? Yeah, I'm like, why would you be embarrassed? Because I was like, it wouldn't even be like magic cards. Because I was like, I feel like that's like, right? I feel like that's come into like a new renaissance. Like Like, we're we're past it. D and D. There can only be one D and D group in the the greater New York City metropolitan area, so we know it's not that. Right. Oh, wiki feet trading cards. (laughs) So they they made trading cards out of wiki feet profiles. Because that's. (laughs) If that's what this is for, then I actually edit my advice to <laughs> seek psychiatric care immediately. I, I, I guess the reason why I wanted to know, because I do want to know how big this group is. Yeah. Because here's yeah. the thing. If it ended in a funky way, what I don't want is for my caller, okay, my listener, my baby angel, to walk into... A hornet's nest. Yes, like bitchiness yeah. and bad. It's like, well, let me tell you about them and how they was. And then nah, 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 nah. yeah. that it, person has been there for longer exactly. and has, yeah, has had the uh, ability to see their story. They made their story about if they've even told yeah. the story. Yeah, maybe about not, this right? Because if, maybe yeah. not. But hopefully if, not. Because if, if the person did downplay it as much as your listener was hurt by them downplaying it, yeah. everyone else in the club maybe unawares but that's true we don't know we don't know we that's don't know, what but I they've want. had the time to make their narrative the narrative the narrative 
Yeah. And that's the one thing I'm, that's what I'm worried about. You know, and again, if the group is big enough where you can just kind of go be talking to somebody else and hanging out and it may not, ma- and like, it may not matter mm-hmm. or like, yeah, if we're talking like a, a, a 15 person plus sized group, 20 I feel plus, like you have, 20 plus you have Alexis. An, I, I'll give you 20. I'll give you 20. <laughs> I feel like you have enough breathing room of other people. Right. That they probably have their core group of friends. And so what if their core group of friends knows their side of the story? You weren't going to be hanging out with their core group of friends yes. anyway. Yes. But if this is like a seven person club, I yeah. honestly would be like, have you considered starting a different club? That's that's my next thing. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. I'm like, it, like you know, if, if this is big enough where you can kind of slide in and meet people, because as you said, you're back. You want to meet people who share this interest. Bet. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if it is so tiny, it might be worth, you know, putting a post on a forum and seeing who else yeah. is around. So, so that's on you to say. So I think, th- so I think like Alexis's email option of like, Hey, FYI, I'm coming through. I just want you to know, you know, I, I, I also agree with that because I also think, cause it was funny. Cause at one point you said they were, they were like, you were like, um, you said are and were meaning uh, like basically like I am upset I was upset and it's sort of this question of like you have to pick which one this is meaning yeah is it past tense or is it present tense yeah and certainly we all want to let go and let God but that's easier said than done because I'm also Ooh, I'm not yes, Aquarius but I'll hold a grudge I <laughs> like I, so it's like so it's like I get it um but the but the extent to which that grudge dominates right because there are people where I go oh mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you but I'm mad about it <laughs> like, yeah I'm exactly. There are some people who will be perfectly cordial to people who they had bad breakups with, especially in front of other people, but they're never having a conversation one-on-one. Yeah, You're not concerned with that person's business in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then there are people uh, like me, where if we have a bad breakup, I'm just like, no, I hate you, but I'm also keeping tabs on you forever, which means <laughs> I could never be in the same space as you. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's also... First of all, I love the cinematic possibilities of starting a rival club. Okay, yeah. I love that. Yes! A- right? Do it for the plot, if anything yes. else. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, something that, that I think caught me up was uh, towards the beginning of the call, the listener said that the person that broke up with them kind of treated them like a gay experiment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. I, I feel like that adds a little wrinkle of like... It's not just like a bad breakup, but that person was also kind of um, shitty in other dimensions too. That I yeah. think would also like add to my kind of like feelings of um, maybe revulsion is a little too much, but like something mm-hmm. uh, on the revulsion spectrum of being yeah. around yeah. this person. Well, yes, but I also yeah. think that. But I also think that that experiment feeling, and I also like that person downplaying what they did. Right, that's why mm-hmm. I'm not saying go to them and try to clear the air. They are who they are. You're not going to have a conversation with them where you get some apology that yeah. says, mm-hmm. I recognize that I have hurt you and I would like to adjust. Because that, that's that's not what they feel about the situation. They feel yeah. like maybe they just did what they did and you need to deal with it, you know? And it's, so it's like, that's why I'm like, no, 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 this is not. Because, you know, depending on how it worked out, that would be the suggestion of like, maybe you guys clear the air and try to get over mm-hmm. it. And that way you can drop. It's like, at this no. point, I don't think the air needs to be cleared, but I'm also very here for your listener being like, I felt like an experiment to you mm-hmm. because of that. And you downplaying my experience, my side of what happened between the two of us. I am uncomfortable mm. and I need you to know. <laughs> yeah. 
I and I think you're allowed to say that to people and not expect like a, a sunshiny friendship right. on the other side of it. Yeah. Well, right. But the question is always is like when we say things like when we like say, OK, I'm going to go to this person to me. You have got to be. Okay. I guess the question is, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it? That's just fair. To say it. Bless. But if you want mm-hmm. a response and you want a certain response, I say don't do it because you may yeah. set yourself up for refreshing that wound. Yeah. And part of me is like, unless just the act of saying it will bring you some peace. Yeah. I don't necessarily. Because you might be like me where you uh, you need to get it out of your head. And yeah. that act alone yeah. is is going to make you be able to settle into a place in that club more easily. But if that's not going to do that for you. Yeah. Absolutely start the rival club. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about maybe joining, going back to this club, mm-hmm. mean girling your ex. <laughs> okay. Alex. See, and that is exactly what young girl Alexis did and would do. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Okay. Did? Tell it. Okay. Sorry. Wow. What? So, the first person that I ever dated, we started dating my freshman year of college. It is the person who I referenced yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier. Um, they and I were very close. I was also on the Quidditch team, so I really should stop clowning on the Quidditch team people. It's quite literally how we met. <laughs> so they, it was it was very uh, open knowledge for anyone who wanted it that there was a little bit of line blurring between the time that me and them broke up and the time that they and their new girlfriend started seeing each other. Mm. But everyone was just like, I'm not going to ask about that. And even if I did ask about it, neither of the two of them are going to give me any kind of clear cut answers anyway. And they both were like, well, Alexis isn't coming back to this school probably. So this is definitely never going to be an issue that's ever going to come back around to haunt and or bite Mm -hmm. any either of us in the behind. Uh, So I come back and I immediately run for vice president of the club. (laughs) Wow. So immediately they are my subordinate. And I was just like, yeah, that doesn't feel especially safe, does it? (laughs) And I wasn't going around outwardly telling everybody what happened from my perspective, but anyone who asked me, I'd be like, oh yeah, let's grab some coffee. Let's sit down. Let's (laughs) Let's have a grand old time. Um, Fast forward to the Yule Ball, which was our biggest like fundraiser each year. We'd put together a big holiday festival conglomeration dance party in our student union. And they are cornering me because they are just like, everyone in the club except my current girlfriend hates me now. (laughs) And I was just like, Dick, that sounds like a you problem because I just told the truth about what happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they ended, up, they ended up apologizing to me in front of everybody else in the uh, club. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Real they, 10 things I them and the girlfriend. Them and the girlfriend ended up breaking up the following summer. Okay, we oh, love no. that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm messy. <laughs> and... Uh, and now, honestly, we're like, we're pretty chill. It took a, it took a little while. Yeah. And for a hot second, it looked like I wanted to go to law school. They were like, here, have like all of my LSAT study books. You're, you're going to do a great job. And I was like, see, and all that we had to do to get to this point was for uh, me to gently publicly shame you in front of the people <laughs> whose opinions uh, mattered most to you. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that's a possibility. <laughs> what I'm saying is don't. Did that did that somehow magically work out all right for all parties involved? Yes. They are now happily married, practicing mm-hmm. law, doing great things, 
we chat every once in a while, catch up. They're like rooting for my content and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that feels good. Yes, it did happen to end up well in this one situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. try to repeat that. No, uh, no. We're not saying infiltrate, rise in the ranks, slowly befriend each individual. Again, the cinematic <laughs> possibilities are grand. Unless you're just doing it for the plot, like Alexis <laughs> at age 20 was living her entire life. <laughs> it was, wow, oh my God. Yeah, no, no, no. Good. Start your, look, go, go print out new Natalie Portman's feet cards. Oh, yep, whatever. print out new ones, make new buddies. The, the internet is boundless. Go on, I don't know what the people are using to find new friends these days. Threads. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. <laughs> TikTok. Don't put it on TikTok. You'll end up with a whole lot of weirdos on your doorstep. Yeah. I don't know. Next door. How do adults make friends? <laughs> I made like a new friend yesterday through a friend. And I was like, this is the like biggest highlight of the last two months of my life. I this- know. It's so rare. It's so rare to find a new person. Well, but- I'm going to say this, Alexis. I think you're our new friend. I think you're our new yes, friend. Yes, please. Oh my god! I'm Absolutely. honored. I love it. We don't say that lightly, by the way. We, we don't, don't end these. We don't oh, no. end these episodes by saying <laughs> like, just just so we're clear. This is not like the usual kind of way we. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're set. Um, if there is a basement, Andy and I can spoon in a twin bed. You know, we'll bring our own air. I would never put you on a twin bed. On a twin bed, I will put you on the queen air mattress. The oh, good Andy. one, Andy. We have a setup, Mabel between <laughs> us. <laughs> We'll bring the air purifiers. We'll bring the Perfect. air purifiers. Perfect. Oh my god! And I Thank will teach you how to recognize good acorns, and we'll be good. Boom. That's Boom. look. That's all I ask for out of life. How do I know what? How do I know the weevils from the good <laughs> acorns? I'm, I'm, I'll make a video just for you. Andy. <laughs> yeah, okay, Andy, Andy, that would be huge. You would be in the national spotlight. You would be in the national spotlight. <laughs> Oh, Alexis. 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 Alexis, you're a dream. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much for Thank joining you. us. Naomi, Andy, this was a joy. I can't believe I had more fun being a part of the podcast than I already have listening to it. Wait, you guys are the best. Oh, yes. oh. oh my God. When Naomi reached out to me, I was just like, I was literally with Jeffrey and I was like, how long do I have to wait to play it cool so they don't know that I'm a huge fan of <laughs> And he was like, five minutes because you should do it. Don't turn on your opportunity. <laughs> well, you have to. We barely scratched the surface. You'll have to come exactly. back. Exactly. We have, we have much to discuss. We have so much to get into because we haven't even I would really love to. Jeffrey. So, like, we'll get into it. Oh, the okay. Jeffrey of it all. Perfect angel baby. Oh, we love it. Okay, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.